Here at Kerygma Ventures, our love for the Bible doesn't stop us from having questions about it. Quite the opposite. Our love for the Bible makes us more curious about it. Do you sometimes wonder how the message of the New Testament gives meaning to the Old Testament? Are you fascinated by how Scripture applies to your life? If you do, head over to studythebibleguide.com to get some answers. Listen, we've got a simple guide to give you. It's free, and it's packed with practical tools to help you study the Bible. That website, again, is studythebibleguide.com. And thanks for listening to this Kerygma Ventures podcast. God bless. Hi, I'm Karis Hall McCollum. I'm sitting here with my dad, Dudley Hall, and you're joining us for an episode of Papa, I Have a Question. This is where I just get to sit down with my dad and ask him questions about life and godliness and anything that's on my mind. So um, I realize over the years I have had the privilege of having a great resource as a Bible teacher for a dad. So when there's something that I don't understand, I can just ask him, hey, what does this mean? Um, And as an educator, I know that when one person has a question, usually at least one other person has that question. So we're inviting you to join us as I sit down and say, Papa, I have a question. What's the question for this day? Okay, so I'm aware that we are living in a cancel culture, right? When we disagree with someone in our culture, we pretty much just go, we don't, I'm not going to have a relationship with you anymore. You're yeah. done. You're red. I'm blue. You're whatever. Um, and we just ignore that person. We write everything about them off, not right. just that particular opinion. But as... The people of God, as the big church, not like my local church, but as the church, we are called to love one another, to be in community, to be the body of Christ. But yet we are aware that even amongst, even within a local church, but certainly um, different churches, there are issues that we have to hold with an open hand. Infant baptism versus adult baptism, um, how you do communion. There's lots of things that we go, okay, those, we're going to hold those with an open hand. They don't have to do with the life of Jesus and and what he has done for us. They don't have to do with salvation. Um, So how do we, as the church, operating as a body in this culture, say, yeah, we, we disagree. We agree to disagree, but we'll still function as a body. How does, what does that look like? Okay. Well, that's a big question, isn't it? And it's something that's really, really tearing our uh, society apart. Yeah. Not in the church, but also in, in the yeah. nation. Because the church is supposed to be teaching the rest of society how to live. Right. We're supposed to model. Yeah, supposed to model yeah. for them. Uh, the first thing I think, Kara, is, is I think every time the Scriptures talks about unity and maintaining the unity, it, it always goes back to, okay, what is your commonality? Yeah. What's it, like in Ephesians 4, Paul is saying, uh, I want you to maintain the, spirit, the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. And we have one Lord and one Father mm-hmm. and one one salvation. and one, So he, he, de- he deals with the commonalities. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you don't know your core beliefs, your your uh, irreducible minimum, if you don't know that, then you're just blown in the wind. What a great point! Yeah. Yeah. So, if if I want you to like me, I'll I'll, I'll take your point. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if I'm with somebody else and they, they disagree, then I'll take their point. And now I'm totally confused. I'm confused as a termite in a yo-yo. So, uh, well, got, if you don't know your core points, you can focus on these little ones that aren't yes, core. Yes, exactly. So it's like, I'm going to, you know, plant my stake on this issue. That issue is not even an important one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember uh, back when I was flying a private plane to, yeah. to all the meetings I was doing. I stopped at some little place, and the guy that was putting in the gas saw that I had a Bible. And he said, is that a King James Version? And I said, uh, no, that's not. Uh, and he said, well, that's that's a damnable version. So, he, he, I mean, he was in my face and was, uh, like, uh, really obnoxious, uh, condemning me to hell because I didn't use the King James the, Version. The right Bible. The right, right interpretation. Well... Okay, so we can disagree on what version yeah. you like better, but that's not a core issue. Right, right. You know, uh, so uh, the, the question, is, so the first thing to do is we need to agree on a, what what do we have in common. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, the scripture says, here, here's what's happened to us. The gospel says that by the act of God, by the act of God's grace, he has made me his son, which means I know God as my father. Mm. Now, the the participation that I had in that was I came to believe, because he convicted me and drew me, I came to believe that Jesus is the Christ. He's the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Right. And he is Lord. Through his death, resurrection, and ascension, he rules everything. His, his blood paid for everything. Mm-hmm. When I believe that, I am, that is evidence that I am in the body of Christ, mm-hmm. that I am in him. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can add a bunch of stuff to that, but those are the core. Yeah. I know God is Father, therefore you're my sister. Yeah. I, I know that Jesus is the Messiah and the Lord of everything, which means he has a right to have the last word in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay? So now... What I'm trying to deal with is how do I find out what that last word is? Yeah. You know, and so I re- I'm studying, I'm, I'm working, I'm li- listening to other people in the body. But but you got to know what your commonality is. And then uh, what does that commonality mean? What does it mean for Jesus to be Lord? Well, it would mean that he, his commands, his teaching, his view of things is the right view. Okay? So... So then we can talk about that. It's like, well, here's what I think his teachings are, and you can, you can, we can discuss that. But uh, we have to agree on the commonalities. Second thing I think is we have to deal in ourselves with our constant need to be vindicated mm-hmm. by being right. Mm-hmm. I find that sometimes I'd rather get, I'd rather win the point and prove mm-hmm. that I am right about the issue than I am finding the truth or loving you. And the issue is always love. The issue mm-hmm. is no, no matter what you know, if you're not loving, uh, what you know ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not totally right. But but I think that's, that's a big problem in our society and in the church. It's like people are so fragile that they have to be, they have to be right about every issue and if somebody is is contrary to that, it makes me feel bad, and being and feeling bad is 
anathema. You can't feel bad. So if you're going to make me feel bad by disagreeing with me, I have to shut you off in order to protect my own feelings. I'm so glad you said that because I feel like it's a, it's an issue of comfort, right? Yeah. I'm the most comfortable when I'm with people who agree who, on all of the same things. We agree about yeah. this, so there's no friction. There's no rubbing or offense. So I'm comfortable, and I want to be comfortable. But the Bible says that iron sharpens iron, yeah. and that's not a comfortable thing. Like sparks are flying right. when that happens. There's friction. There's tension. There's rubbing up against each other is good for us. Like that uncomfortableness yeah. is good for us, right? It, it yeah. makes us stronger. It helps us know what are those core beliefs. It it makes me dig in on the right yeah. on the right things. So yeah. Um, so. Uh, first of all, to acknowledge that I have that uh, that need to be right. Yes, that's just self righteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you don't have to be self righteous. You're righteous in Christ, so mm-hmm. I can be wrong on the issues and still be right. Still be With right. God, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that's important. And if you don't believe the gospel, you don't have that option. Mm-hmm. So you're left in a society of I, I have to be comfortable, so I have to cancel you. Mm-hmm. I think in the church, uh, one of the things that would really help us is to follow all the commands in the New Testament, which is be quick to hear and slow to speak. (laughs) Listening would be a really Mm -hmm. good skill for us to get. And not just listen to get information so I can counteract your argument, but listen so I can hear your heart. Mm -hmm. Because you are a valuable treasure of God, and He has placed treasure in your heart that could add to my treasure if I could get a hold of it. Mm-hmm. it. It would make me richer if I heard your perspective coming from your background mm-hmm. and colored by your culture. Then it's like, ooh, this is bigger and better than I thought it mm-hmm. was because I have heard your heart. Now, again, if I'm just listening so I can gather evidence to prove my point, uh, I'm not really listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gathering evidence, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to use it to prove that you're wrong and that I'm right. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the game, then we're gonna. It's just gonna be war after war after war mm-hmm. after war. Which is what it feels like. Yes, yeah, what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Listening. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks. I think I've got some work to do. thanks for joining us for Papa I Have a Question and join us next time when I'll have another question thank you so much for listening to the Kerygma Ventures podcast we'd love for you to join us next week as we continue to bring you conversations and messages that challenge you to live a life of grace and freedom developing a thriving relationship with Jesus if you enjoyed today's episode would you share it with someone in your life who you know would be encouraged to hear it Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.